A Senate panel passes a bill that would provide funding to restart the prison rodeo in McAllister. An Oklahoma nonprofit is urging the passage of a bill requiring free menstrual products in schools. And the Oklahoma Supreme Court is set to hear oral arguments from the 1921 Tulsa Race Massacre survivors. This is the KGOU AM News Brief for Monday, February 26th. I'm Nick Daniels. The prison rodeo in McAllister could be getting a new life more than a decade after it was stopped due to budget cuts. OPMX's Robbie Korth reports lawmakers are considering injecting more than $8 million into the rodeo. Senate Bill 1427 would dedicate millions toward rebuilding and rehabbing the Oklahoma State Penitentiary Prison Rodeo Arena. The measure is authored by Kingfisher Republican Darcy Yak. Nonprofit news outlet Oklahoma Voice reports Oklahoma's Department of Corrections has already put $1 million into the facility, but the rest of the money is necessary to fully relaunch the rodeo. The Southeast Oklahoma spectacle was shut down in 2010 due to state budget cuts and low attendance. It has run off and on since 1940. The funding has only passed one subcommittee hurdle. The bill must be approved by the full Senate Appropriations Committee before it can be heard by both chambers of the legislature. In Oklahoma City, I'm Robbie Korth. In Oklahoma schools, educators and local nonprofits often purchase menstrual products to help students access free supplies. But as State Impact's Jillian Taylor reports, a bill advanced in the legislature that would require 6th through 12th grade schools to provide free products. Lindsay Republican Cynthia Rowe authored House Bill 3329, which would make free menstrual products accessible to students in school bathrooms, the nurse's office, and administrative offices. Period OKC President Lindley Smith says her nonprofit donated around 100,000 products to public schools last year. But there are still schools across the state that need them. Smith says the effects of funding those products could be significant. Well, with a quarter of our students missing school because they don't have access to menstrual products, imagine how much that would affect the absenteeism rate. The bill was approved unanimously in the House A&B Education Subcommittee and is now waiting to be heard in the full A&B Committee. For State Impact, I'm Jillian Taylor. A Tulsa area librarian is being honored by her school district just months after she was the target of online harassment. OPMX's Ben Abrams has the details. Kirby McKenzie, a librarian at Ellen Ochoa Elementary, has been designated Teacher of the Year by Union Public Schools. McKenzie says she's honored to receive the title after working for the district for several years. I have taught at Union my whole career. I went to Union as a kid, and I know the depth of talent in this district. Last year, McKenzie was the focus of online attention after a far-right social media account targeted her for a video she posted. The attention was followed by days of bomb threats to Union schools, none of which were founded. McKenzie says she and her fellow staff tried to stay focused on their job throughout that period. In Tulsa, I'm Ben Abrams. Oklahomans facing medical debt lawsuits could get some relief under a bill passed by a House committee last week. OPMX's Cheyenne Leach reports. House Bill 4148, authored by Representative Suzanne Schreiber and Representative Mark LaPac, would make health care providers or third-party debt collectors demonstrate to the court that patients were informed about the cost of care before pursuing debt collection litigation. The proposal aligns with the Transparency in Healthcare Prices Act passed in 2021, empowering health care providers to 
disclose the cash price for their top 20 services. The nonprofit newsroom Oklahoma Watch reports Oklahoma's high rate of medical debt with one in five residents facing collections underscores the urgency of legislative action. The bipartisan support suggests a recognition of the need to address the systematic challenges surrounding medical debt in Oklahoma. In Stillwater, I'm Cheyenne Leach. You'll find more news throughout the day on our website, kgou.org, and on the KGOU PM News Brief podcast. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, we're taking center stage. Introducing NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of Black-led stories from NPR's podcasts. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts.